Welcome to the Worship Leader Probs Podcast, where we aim to entertain, encourage, and equip worship and tech leaders all around the world. Look, we all know that serving in worship and production is great, but the problems, those are real. Thanks for joining us as we dive into today's episode with our host, Brian Tabor. Welcome to episode 134 of the Worship Leader Probs podcast. And guys, we are so thrilled that you're engaged with us, you're listening. Thanks for following on all the socials on Instagram and Facebook and TikTok. Guys, our TikTok, we got a TikTok that's at 2.6 million views this morning. That is absolutely mind-blowing to me. So thanks for following. And you know, we're all about you. We want to serve you. And here's how we want to do that today. We want to make you laugh. We want to entertain you. You know, these three E's that we talk about. We want to entertain you. We want to encourage you. And we want to help equip you. And when I think about those three things, really, there is one name that stands alone. It's, it's, he, he would be like the Washington Monument, the, the National Mall. He would be the guy that we go, he's our go-to guy, the big Arrivederci, Pastor Scott Longyear. I don't think I've ever been introduced like, <laughs> like it went that. On, it, it went off the rails for a second, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> so people are like, no, it's just, it's just Scott recording in his basement. And I, I don't know if you can hear, I've got, we've got a six month old puppy upstairs that every now and then he yips. So you he might- He's uh, adorable. The hat- You might hear. Was <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did. <laughs> Maybe he should be our mascot. I don't there know. There you go. So yeah, that's our guy. That's our guy, Raleigh. Hey, great, great, great to be, uh, to be a part of the podcast. Uh, always good to, to sit down and talk with you, Brian, and to, to everybody else. Listen, hey, pretty fun episode we've got today. Not that all the episodes aren't fun, but I'm excited about what we're going to talk to uh, talk about. But let me give you a little rundown of what's happening. As always, we're going to give you some uh, some resources uh, that we're going to going to help us take the ball down the field when it comes to worship and production. We're going to have some laughs along the way with the ever popular mm. uh, prayer concerns. <laughs> and then today we're going to spend some time answering some DMs, especially around two questions. One is um, how do I how do I pace myself and be present in ministry? Like, so it's all about mm-hmm. pace and presence. And then the second, it is vacation season. And so we're going to talk about this. How do you vacation well? Mm. How do you not return from vacation needing another vacation? <laughs> and awesome. so awesome. pace and vacation, we're going to jump in and talk about that. But uh, as we do, Brian, talk to us about uh, our great partners and friends over at Planning Center. Man, we love our friends at Planning Center. So if you don't know what Planning Center is, They make software that's designed to help you find the freedom to focus on what really matters in your ministry. Planning Center is a set of online software products that you can always subscribe to individually or use them together as a full church management system. Uh, You can always try any product free for 30 days. They recently launched a new product called Publishing. Now, Planning Center Publishing is a way for churches to create their own custom content and share sermons with their congregation through the Church Center app and website. Please go check out our friends at Planning Center online. They are the best. So Scott, it's we haven't seen each other in a minute. It, we were in Chicago yeah. the last time we were together live from the Philo man, conference. So, so so much fun at Philo. So good, man. Yeah. That, yeah. Well, I love doing man. those 
those live events. And so, yeah, anybody who's got some, uh, if you got some live events, want to bring WLP in, um, man, that's just fun. That's just fun. Absolutely. I made some, some new friends, um, yep. just a great organization of Philo as well. Absolutely. Love those guys. Love those guys. So, okay. A couple of weeks ago, I had, we had Jen and David on and right. we talked about a, what has become a little bit of a controversial subject, both in how to say the name of the restaurant and whether it's actually Mexican food or not. We, we're, we're, we got people weighing in in the DMs. So, okay, so let's say you're rolling through the dice, Terra Dice, and you're thinking, mm-hmm. man, I'm gonna make a bad decision at Taco Bell. <laughs> what's your what's your order? What what are you what are you bringing back? Uh, if I'm going through the drive-through at Taco Bell, well, full disclosure, I probably have not had Taco Bell in ten years. Oof. Um, yeah, we just kind of got off the the fast food uh, kick and stayed off of it. Although I can find plenty of other ways to eat trashy. <laughs> Don't tell my wife. Um, but if I'm going through, I'm the it's the uh, is it the gordita? Oh, uh, yes. like the heavy thing, or the and then they do like the wrap, like the two wrap thing, or is that yes. the gordita? Well, like there's the a gordita and, the hard together? and then there's a cheesy gordita crunch, which has the it's like a crunchy taco but then they wrap it in a soft with cheese yes which is perfect for people like me because i'm like should i get the hard should i get the soft why not both why not both come on (laughs) all right well you and i we we stand together man so i'm gonna have to roll down to the dice and we'll have to let's go i'll 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 eat that and you can eat like a carrot or celery or something like that right (laughs) yeah it's not like that (laughs) hey man give us an update on long year productions we got uh, books we got soul coma we got ditch your thinking uh, we got Scott's Daily Word. You guys, this dude's doing everything yeah, as well as yeah. being the senior leader at Maryland Community Church. So give us an update, man. Yeah, tons of stuff that, that are going on there. I've got more projects than uh, than I have time to get to. Seems like uh, I've got a communication <laughs> course that's uh, uh, in the works. We've done that live. We're going to turn that into a video kind of on-demand course. But hey, it's summertime, so uh, great time for some summer reading. So I've had several people who've like, hey, man, I've got a hold of Soul Coma or I've got a hold of uh, the new book, Ditch Your Thinking, uh, and just doing a little uh, vacation reading. So uh, yeah, if you're looking for some reading on vacation, I would I would suggest, uh, suggest that. Uh, th- there are also designed for small groups, but you may not be doing some small group stuff um, so much during the summer. But yeah, if you'd like to get a hold of a copy, just uh, hit over to scottlongyear.com. I'd love to put one in your hands. Yeah. And uh, if you're just bouncing around Instagram, there's a link in our bio too. So just click on that link and hit the Scott Longyear link and it'll take you right there. Um, That's awesome, man. Those books are phenomenal. Hey, as long as you're surfing around, once you're done there, pop over to WLP and find some new merch, right? Yeah, man. We're both got the hats on today. Um, It was so cool. So um, yeah, so tons of shirts, hats, all kinds of stuff. Uh, We've got, we're putting new shirts out all the time. So keep checking back. Uh, We'll we'll definitely hit your, your sweet spot, something you like. Uh, eventually so if you haven't seen anything that that's your specific taste so far but there's a lot more coming so um so you know we're partnered with five words media and they do this unbelievable thing called free church av and uh they where you know churches from all over the country enter they shoot videos about their church and why would some new gear help you and so our friends at five words media daniel gorley um, he, he gives away a system up to $200,000, right? So this year's winner, Ohana Baptist Church in Honolulu, Hawaii. So yeah. on July the 12th, Mrs. Tasty and I will uh, get on a plane along with our five words friends and our friends from Maven 
uh, Media Productions, and we're headed to Honolulu uh, for the big install week. So keep an eye out. You know, we've been uh, sharing their posts. Like they had to fill like a shipping container and put it on a ship and sail it to Honolulu. So it just got there. We've been sharing some updates of, you know, of the, you know, gear watch for season two of of Free Church AV. So yeah, you'll be on the lookout for lots of uh, content coming from Hawaii here uh, in the middle of July. That's, that's going to be, that's going to be a lot of fun. And, and okay, speaking of a lot of fun, experience conference in September. You guys, I cannot say enough about this conference and how it has been transformational. God has used it so powerfully in my own life, in my own ministry. And um, I hope you will head over to experienceconference.com and join us. I'll be there. Scott, Scott's going to be there. Opening night speaker right here. Yeah, it's, uh, it is just a great, great week. We talk about all the time. It's, it's, man, it's the place where you can get deep training. I mean, 60 plus workshops in areas all the way from choir to personal spirituality to uh, leading your teams. I mean, it's something for everybody. Uh, even adding some tracks this year on uh, worship with um, uh, with children's and student ministries. And so it's just a great learning experience. But then also the friendships that you develop uh, out of there are just, they're this is going to sound like a real a, a bad commercial, but they're life changing. I yeah, mean, absolutely. Brian, you and I became friends uh, yep. because of that. And several yep. of our best friends in ministry are there. So just also added a pre-conference songwriting uh, intensive there with some of the best songwriters around. And so if you're part of the experience conference, you can come uh, for a couple days early and be a part of that. That's limited in size. And so you're going to get some individual attention. So if you're looking to take your songwriting to the next level, or you're like, I have never written a song, but I think maybe the Lord may have something in uh, in that for me. Then uh, then on. check it out like that. Yep, that and so much more. Uh, great friends, great lineup um, as part of it. Experience uh, twenty one. You can check it all out at experienceconference.com. Absolutely. So join us, man. We're going to record an episode of the Worship Leader Props podcast with a live audience. And if you've not been a part of one of our live recordings in the past, it is uh, on another level. It is epic. It's going to be a blast. Uh, so join us, man. And we're working on on a uh, double secret uh, WLP hang one of the nights with for for everybody who's uh, associated with WLP. It's going to be, I don't know what we're going to do, but Jen's, Jen is in the laboratory working on some... <laughs> <laughs> Mixing up some mad, uh, some mad, um, some mad concoction, like a that's mad right. scientist. That's right. Uh, that's right. It's going to be a blast. Yeah, those are always so much fun. And people come in, uh, we learn a little bit uh, together. We create some relationships during those, those live, uh, the live podcasts. Uh, and as always, we, we, we go to a funny, funny place, which is where we want to go right now. It's a little section that we call Prayer Concerns. So, okay, prayer concerns would kind of fall under that first E. We want to entertain you. We want to make you laugh and just remind you, hey, you're not facing this alone. We're all getting the same stuff. So here's what prayer concerns are in our context. If you happen to be new to the podcast, thanks for listening. Um, So prayer concerns. Every church has a connection card or communication card or some kind of response device. And there's probably a section on there that says, you know, how can we pray for you? Sometimes people use that for actual prayer requests, but sometimes they use it to let you know 
hey man, this haze is bothering my corn allergy or, <laughs> or, you know, the snare drum is a demon portal or whatever, you know, <laughs> and we've gotten all of those actually. So, um, or they might use the chat of your live stream or a Google or Yelp review. They're, they're going to tell you what they think. So they're coming for you. <laughs> yeah. So people share these anonymously from all over the world. You can share yours at worshipleaderprobs.com. Just click on the prayer concerns tab. We'll never share your name or your church's name. We will always keep you anonymous. So it's totally safe. Totes safe, as the kids say. Uh, so let's dive right in. Prayer concern number one. We recently got a connection card that said, I appreciated that the music wasn't deafening. Thank you. <laughs> That's what we call a backhanded uh, uh, Under backhanded comment. Wow. It's, it's wow. not deafening, you know. <laughs> Thanks for not killing me today. <laughs> I appreciate that. Oh, Lord. Number two, prayer concern yeah. number two. Uh, this week, our track system didn't work at all, so our lighting cues and tracks didn't come through. As I was scrambling quickly to solve the issue from the stage, one of our elderly church members who has historically complained about our contemporary style yelled out a big, Amen! <laughs> 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 That's the opposite of what you want. You're yeah, just up there working hard, scrambling, like, trying to make a quality experience wow. for the people. Amen. Wow. <laughs> oh, Come on, man. Fam. Yeah, exactly. Come on, fam. All right, number three. Prayer concern number three, a lady approached me after service, as well as at least three other, other staff members, to complain that it was too dark when she arrived and she couldn't find a seat. Now, she came in 10 minutes after the service started, but insisted that it was too dark because, quote, we're supposed to be a kingdom of light, not a kingdom of darkness. The worship leader's response, oh. how about being a kingdom of arriving to church on time? <laughs> That's savage, man. How many of us haven't wanted to say that? <laughs> the problem is I usually think of that like the next day. Exactly. And you're yeah. like, oh. I should have said, like, see, uh, listen, like, here's just a little bit. Let me give a, a little tutorial to those who are writing the prayer concerns. Don't use scripture to try to prove your point. Exactly. Don't be twisted. Like, it, unless it's like dead on, like, don't we call that proof texting in my, exactly. in my arena? Like, come on now. <laughs> Jeez, man. Oh, my Lord. Okay, number four, prayer concern number four. After playing guitar on a particularly rocking worship song, an older congregant went, came up to me and asked, so, everything you just did, was that really necessary? <laughs> <laughs> oh. <sighs> the church folks, man, they, they're coming. They're coming with flamethrowers now. Okay. All right. Number five. This is the last one. The bottom of the, the pudding cup. Prayer concern number five. And it says, I felt like the focus wasn't on God during this song in mm. reference to graves into gardens. <laughs> <laughs> you turn graves into gardens. You turn. It's sort of all about God, I think. Wow. I don't have those lyrics in front of me, but it feels like it, it feels like it might be a four or five on the AW scale. Yeah, it's the, the that chorus is pretty high. Yeah. On there. Like pretty yes. high. Pretty wow. high. 
Wow. So fam, those are prayer yeah. concerns. Uh, keep yours coming. Uh, and you know, we'll, as I said before, we'll always keep you anonymous. You can share yours at worshipleaderprobs.com or you can always DM those to us on Instagram. So one of the things we love about having Pastor Scott on is we let him handle uh, a lot of, he's our, he's like our deep dive guy. You know what I mean? Like uh, we save up uh, lots of the uh, heavy lifts for Pastor Scott. So let's head into our final section of the podcast that we call sliding into the DMs. man, I, I love this. I love having these conversations with you. And I love that. I love that this is kind of what our podcast is becoming known for, you know, uh, in addition to prayer concerns. So uh, <laughs> let's talk. Let's talk a little bit about uh, some of these uh, subjects that Scott said up at the top of the episode, you know, like this whole issue of pace and being present. And I'm going to become straight at you. I am <clears throat> terrible at this. Absolutely yeah. terrible. Yeah, you are. You're the worst person <laughs> I've ever met. <laughs> so, man, I struggle with it too, man. It's, um, and there's probably, I probably do need, to, need some, do some deeper work with my, uh, with my counselor in that, but like, I'm kind of like always looking for the next or whatever. I'm either mm -hmm. consumed with everything that's going on right now yeah. or like what's next, what's next to where like, I'm not like super, super present. As a matter of fact, um, and um, shameless plug, I talked about this, I think in the first book in Soul Coma, but mm -hmm. um, we're over to a friend's house one night and I'm like, cause I, I, it's just that present thing, right? And like, it's kind of yeah. like yeah. slowed down. We're just talking in their living room and stuff. The kids are running around and I'm like on my phone doing something, which is a total bonehead move. Like I should not do that. So their kid comes down and is playing a game. It, I, if he was like six or seven years old, plays a game on his iPad and something goes wrong. And he takes the iPad and slams it down on the, the floor and drops an adult curse word. Oh. And the whole, like the air goes out of the room, right? And then he runs away up the stairs, gets out of earshot and everybody starts laughing. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, what just, what happened? What, what did I miss? Oh. And I was in the room, bro. Oh man, oh man, oh man. In the room on my phone. I'm like, I'm such a bonehead. I'm such a bonehead. And it's like, that's not, that's, unfortunately, that's uh, not rare for me, you know? And mm -hmm. sometimes I'm like, like, dad, we're talking to you. Like, what's, we ask you a question. Like, I miss what's, what's going on, on there. And so I think that folds into like, just where we work. I don't, I don't meet a ton of lazy worship and production folks. Usually yeah, it's yeah. like, there's, it's work, work, work. I'm, I'm grinding it out and I'm putting in, putting in a ton of hours. And so, um, yeah, so I just, I, I have some questions I think that we need to ask ourselves when it comes to, when it comes to, to mm -hmm. the whole idea of bring, being present in, yeah. in work. Yeah. I ran into a guy uh, years ago who's like, man, I haven't taken a vacation in like five years, man. Oof. And I'm like, well, you're an idiot. Yeah, don't do like, that. Like he was like, man. we're in it like a badge of honor, you know? Um, but I think if we're not careful, we get ourselves into this, this thing of like, I can't leave. I can't take any time. I, I can't pace. And so, so here's just, here's, I've got five questions uh, yeah, to yeah, ask Brian, yeah. feel free to jump in on, on stuff. One, one is this, uh, how many hours a week do you work? Mm. How many hours a week do you work? We've, I think talked about this before. Um, the church that I, that I work for does not own me. 
but mm-hmm. I sell a number of hours per week to the church. Now I'm salaried at my church. And so it's, it's 45 to 50 hours on average per week that I work for my church. And so uh, I, they don't own my whole life because they're only buying part of, of my time. I'm selling time. It's a transaction. Mm-hmm. If you want to get non-spiritual about it, mm-hmm. there's a mm-hmm. transaction that happens between uh, a church and employees or business and employees where they are purchasing from you a certain amount of hours. Those hours should be highly skilled, 100%. You should be knocking it out and knocking it down. Uh, there are times when you're like, I don't have a 50-hour week. This week, I have a 70-hour week. Mm-hmm. Great, but you can't keep plugging in 70-hour week after 70-hour week. Yeah, and so yeah. you just have to ask, how many hours a week uh, do I work? That's one question that I would ask. And if you don't know the answer to that, I would talk to your supervisor, not from a standpoint of I want to uh, I want to work as little hours as possible. What is this? What do you expect in this? If you mm-hmm. some of of, of uh, our families transitioning to new jobs, some of the WLP family transitioning into new roles, that'd be one of the first questions I ask. Uh, what's the expectation when it comes to yeah. uh, the amount of hours from your employees? Because I want to make sure that I fulfill fulfill that, and I even yeah. bump yeah. that up. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. uh, then I would ask question number two. I would ask is uh, what are your days off? Mm. That was plural. Mm-hmm. What are your days off? Uh, we started ministry years ago. Um, I came out of came out of college, is married, and my wife Stephanie is like, "So, what are your days off?" I'm like, "Baby, I don't think I get days off. I think maybe I get one day off, but I'm not really sure how that works." And she's like, um, "I don't think you understood the question. What are your days off?" Um, yeah. And so I've been fortunate enough to work in churches where I've had days off. So for me, it's Friday and Saturday. Mm. Now let's be straight. You know, Brian, that doesn't always happen. Yeah, something yeah. comes up. You got to yeah. make a call. Pastoral emergencies. Wait, you've got an event whatever it is. But on those days where it's like, man, I just worked a full Friday or Saturday. I'm going to comp that in the next, in the next week or two. And we have policy on that. Mm. Um, so, Hey, I'm going to take this afternoon off because I'll work the day here or whatever. So that it, it kind of averages out. But if you're like, man, I haven't had a day off in like three weeks, like bro, you're on the road to burnout yeah. is where that's heading. It's Absolutely. going nowhere, going Abs- nowhere. Absolutely. Hey, can I ask you a question? Yep. If if you're in a church or a situation where maybe they don't observe that comp day type of situation, how do you, how would you suggest having that conversation or at least entering that door with your supervisor, your boss, your pastor? Yeah, I would just tell them uh, I have a I have I'm going to the hospital to make a pastoral appointment, and then I would go play golf. <laughs> <laughs> going to take it off anyway. You know, and that's the thing, like you have, you have to honor the rules of the house, right? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so if it's the, if, if that's your employment agreement, then like, man, don't be skating around backwards, uh, trying to do something shady, but I would just yeah, ask them, yeah. Hey, if I'm, if I'm pumping in 70 hours this week, is there any comp time on the other side of that? And they may say, no, that's the way it is. Like, okay, then what I'm going to know going into those 70 hour weeks is I'm really gonna try to back back that down to two fifty or fifty five mm-hmm, if I need mm-hmm. to, but not be a punk about it. Yeah, yeah, you know, like sorry guys, I'm clocking out. Yeah. Uh, so it is this it is this harsh balance. But I would have I would I would have a, a conversation with them, and hopefully you have uh, some supervisors or some if you're big enough church and HR and stuff that they realize to, to keep your staff healthy, you can't just keep they can't be grinding out the yep, entire exactly. time the entire time. Right, right. Uh, which kind of leads into the next question I would ask. This is is how are you filling, filling, F-I-L-L-I-N-G, filling mm. yourself? Um, we talk about there's, a, there's, a, there's buckets, right? And mm. so your bucket mm-hmm. will drain. 
And so you, you put yourself out on a, on a Sunday, you're doing long hours, you're doing whatever it is that you're doing, what drains you. And for some people that drain is, is more intense uh, in certain situations. So Brian, you may be, be like, man, leading worship completely drains me. Mm. And somebody else may be, man, leading worship physically fills me up, you know, or mm-hmm. it doesn't drain me as fast or whatever. Yeah. But then we're all drained in ministry. So you have to ask yourself, how am I filling up my bucket? Like, how am I, that's going to help you be more present <clears throat> in it, right? And help you get a pace better. So how am I, how am I going to fill myself up uh, physically? And how am I going to fill myself up in, in um, some different areas? I'll talk about that in a second. But um, and, and I think that filling comes, here's the mistake we make. We're like, I'm going to work like, I, I used to be like, say this, um, I work hard and I play hard. Mm. Like I work hard and I vacation hard. Yeah. The problem with that is it's all hard. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> and so how are you going to, how are you going to pace yourself in the middle of, of all, all of your, all of your paces? I mean, listen, man, the Lord, the Lord paced himself mm. seventh day. This is out of Genesis two on the seventh day, God finished his work and all that he had done. What did he do? He rested. Mm-hmm. Like he didn't need to rest. Like he's God, unlimited energy, right? Rested from all the work that he had done. You've got to rest from all the work that you've done. So, um, you know, it's the whole the whole um, concept of Sabbath, you know, like, well, I don't get a yeah. Sabbath because I work in the church. Ah, look, bro, man, you got to like, you got to retool that and find yep. your Sabbath somewhere. Absolutely. So where are you filling yourself daily? Okay. On the daily, how are you filling yourself? Then weekly, how are you filling yourself? Monthly, how are you filling yourself? And then yearly, how are you filling yourself? Mm-hmm. Usually we'll say like, well, yearly, I'll take a family vacation and I'll fill myself. But what about the monthly stuff? Yeah. So uh, we may have talked about it before on our staff um, uh, much of our pastoral leadership staff are required to take half a day sabbatical. Um, you can take up to a full day uh, per month. Mm. That is a, a, an afternoon or a half a day for you to connect with Jesus. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's not, um, I'm going to go uh, to guitar center and play a bunch of guitar. No, this is you connecting with Jesus somehow and filling you up in the middle of that. That has to, there has to be this filling that, that comes in because there is an incredible drain in ministry, especially when somebody walks up you with you uh, to you with a prayer concern. Yeah, exactly. Just like exactly. I'm completely drained now. Thank you, thank you very much. So how is it? How is it that you're filling that up? And what happens, Brian? We've seen it happen a ton. Is that when we get stressed out because we're working too much, we're like, I need to fill myself. I need to fill myself. And the temptation is to fill ourselves in ways that are detrimental. So Absolutely. we'll run to pornography. Mm. We'll run to um, some addiction. We'll run to drinking, drinking too much. I'm, I'm doing uh, just things that aren't healthy because yeah. I'm, trying, I'm trying to compensate on this and thinking this is going to fill me up. Um, so that's one question. The fourth question I'd ask is, that, uh, is, is similar to that. How are you filling yourself up in relationship? Mm. You know, mm-hmm. like right now I'm through a season. And I'm like, man, it's, it's a, I, I've not done well at this. And so I feel a little bit of relational bankruptcy. And so mm-hmm. how am I going to fill myself up relationally? You know, so like you and I spent, you know, 40 minutes before we even hit record, just yeah, connecting yeah. relationally, yeah. which like built, built into me. So good. Physically, how am I going to fill myself up? Um, there needs to be some, some, you know, how am I taking care of my body and mm-hmm. all that? And then like emotionally, you know, um, obviously spiritually is a part of that as well, but you have to, you know, it's, it's good to go like, this is, let me be selfish for a minute. This is how I take care of, of myself and rest is a part of that, Yeah, man. Absolutely. I was doing, when I was 40, I ran a, a marathon, uh, just to like 
prove to myself I wasn't an old man. Yeah. Actually, what it proved was that I was an old man. <laughs> um, but in training, if you're training for half or, or full marathons, there are days in there where you're, you're paced and you're not doing anything. Mm-hmm. It's a rest day. And so I'm laying on the couch one afternoon. My wife comes in and she's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm training for my marathon. <laughs> it looks like you're binging Netflix on the couch. And I'm like, get behind me, Satan. Don't judge me, woman. Like, I think I just called my wife woman. Satan. That's probably a bad thing. Can we take that out? She's yeah. not at all. We need to She's speaking button. truth, right? But like it, that rest was part of was part of making me better for the run. Listen, man, like we need you better. We need yes. you good. We need you full and filling up. We tell our people all the time, I want when people when people bump into you, I want you to spill Jesus out. Yes. Yes. And if you're if you're not filling yourself up, like that's not going to be good. We don't need stressed out you know, just strung out uh, folks in leadership, man. We need yep. people who yep. are like healthy and, 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 and pouring out from the overflow. So here's my fifth uh, qu- question I ask on pace. If you don't do it, who will? Oof, yes. If you don't do it, who will? Because here's what we get into, Brian. Well, I have to be here. I have to do this. If I don't, if I don't do it, it's not going to get done. Mm. Then I ask this question. Well, let me answer by telling you the story. I was, uh, previous church where I was, this was, this has been 25 years ago. Um, but uh, there was a there was a church of about three hundred. I was doing youth and a uh, little bit of worship, and I was also handling some of the the media stuff. The media at that at that time was running the uh, sixteen channel uh, Mackie analog console. <clears throat> you know, so this is back in the day, baby. I mean, <clears throat> we were killing it. So. I found myself super irritated one Sunday, and this had happened on, on a few different Sundays, because I had to go up and make announcements, but to make announcements, I had to leave the front of house Oof, board because yeah. I was running front of house, would go up and make announcements, leaving nobody at the board, please, mm. Jesus, don't let feedback come. Yes. And then I would have to go off stage and then go back and run front of house. And I was like, this is stupid, man. Why in the world? This is so, and I started blaming everybody else. And here's what I realized. It was my own fault. Mm-hmm. It's my own problem. Well, well, if I don't do it, nobody will. Well, why in the world am I not recruiting people and training people and unleashing people to have the blessing of serving, but I just think I got to do it. And mm-hmm. if I leave, I can't take any time off because if I leave, psh, this place is going to fall apart. Yeah. Well, I think yeah. that's called idolatry Ooh. is what that's called. Mm-hmm. You know? ouch, so, ouch, ouch. <clears throat> so if you're in that position, man, you got to bring other people, other people around and you got to just pace and, <clears throat> and be present. So mm-hmm. I know you've dealt with that, Brian. Like how do, how do you, how do you do, how do you do that? You do, you do a lot of stuff. You wear a lot of hats, but you know, you seem to be a guy that, that does this pretty well. Oh man. I don't, I feel like I don't do it very well. I, I know there are times when um, I'm at dinner and, and, and so, okay, guys, I don't have kids. Uh, so, you know, my, my first congregation is Kim. I'm, I'm a, I'm pastoring and caring for my wife. For those of you who are parents, you're caring for your kid and all that, all that comes before what you do vocationally. Right. And so, um, there are times when I'm sitting across from Kim at dinner and I don't realize that I've been on my phone for five or 10 minutes and she's just sitting there staring at Mm -hmm. me. Ouch. Ouch. There are times where maybe we're having a date night or whatever, or we're watching a movie or a TV show that we've saved up, you know, uh, and I'm, I'm on my phone and I look over at her and she's just looking at me like, bro. And so, you know, like s- simple things, like 
Uh, and again, I do not do very well with this, but put the phone down, man. Like that's the mm -hmm. one thing there, technology is amazing, but there are some things that are not amazing about it. And that is you're available 24 seven, 365. And somebody, a question pops in their head. I'll just send this, send my leader a text. Um, it doesn't matter if it's Friday night at eight o'clock. And I just posted about being on a date with my wife. Um, uh, you know, it's, it, they, 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 they got to get it off of their chest, but they put it on you. And so, um, you know, you gotta, you gotta set boundaries, you know, what, what is an emergency and what isn't an emergency? You know, if the question is about a, a weekend that's four weeks away, it can probably wait until mm -hmm. your date with your spouse is over to, yeah. re, you, you know, reply to that. Now, if it's a, a congregate, one member of your team is in a, in the hospital or car accident or something like that, you know, that may, that's a, that's an emergency, you know, but you got to think through that. You got to have a plan uh, for those things. And, um, what I'm, I'm, oh man, this, I, I am so mindful. Every time I say something on this podcast, it's built in accountability for me, mm -hmm. um, because I said it to, to, to all these people who are my friends. Um, but you know, one of the things I'm going to really work to start doing is just handing my phone to Kim. If we sit down to dinner, hand it off. Hmm. Don't have it in my hand. Don't have it next to me. Don't have it where I can see it or hear it or any of that stuff. I'm going to really, really uh, work on doing that because you're right. You, you've got to have those moments where you unplug um, because if you don't, your family's going to pay the price, your team, your congregation, they're going to, they're going to pay the price because you are not filling up the, your, the buckets, you know? Yeah. And for those, uh, for those of us old timers who remember what it was like not to have 24 seven access through the phone, right? It's, we feel now like I'm being irresponsible if I don't answer a text yeah. or if I let that call go. And like, it's not, man, it's just yep. not like, like there's, if there's an emergency, people can, can get a hold of you. There are some calls that you need to answer and some that you don't. And it's okay to just shut it off and say, not, I'm not doing that right now so that I can, so that I can be present and be focused Absolutely. on this. Like the next, for the next yeah. hour or the next two hours or whatever, I'm not yeah. available. And that's a, the world, you know what? The world's going to keep on spinning. Right, right. Yeah. That's, that's the thing that yeah. I find when I do it successfully, which is not very often. That's <laughs> <laughs> what I heard somebody say years ago, you know, Jesus died for your church, so you don't have to. There you go. There you, you know? go. Absolutely. Like you're, it's it's going to, the ministry was there before you got there to be there afterwards. Absolutely. Are you doing a great job? Yes. But like, let's, let's not think it's all dependent on us and let's lead from a place that's, that's super, super healthy. Absolutely. Uh, with that, that kind of like throws us into uh, the next question that we had, which is, is how to vacation well. Mm. Um, you know, it's vacation season. You want to come back from vacation refreshed. So Brian, how do you, any tricks that you got al along the way, how you, how you vacation well? Well, you got to do it. You've got to do, that mm. sounds really simple and, and probably silly, but you have to do it. It's not, no one's going to come up to you and say, Hey, why don't you take my condo for next week and just, just go get some rest. If, if they do that, first of all, give them my contact info. <laughs> if you're not going to take it, we will. <laughs> exactly. But you got to make a plan for it. You know, you got to uh, be strategic about that. And, and, you know, for those of us who are in leadership, you know, there are times when getting your church ready for you to be gone there is sometimes in the middle of that, I'm thinking, Oh man, why, why don't I just not go? 
You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's so many details mm-hmm. to get together, but you know, you got to plan for that. You got to have teams in place. You got to recruit, as Scott said earlier. Um, you know, be mindful of the fact that you're not going to be any good to anybody if you don't if you don't get away. And um, you got to find out what what fills your bucket. You know, what is it? Are you a mountain person? Are you a beach person? Are you a even just uh, you know staycation kind of person, but you're at least unplugging from the work part of your life, and you got to set boundaries with your team. Um, often, when I am going away, my team gets this email from me: "I am leaving tomorrow. I will not be checking emails. I will not be replying to texts. If you have an emergency, here is your contact person." Um, they will be ready uh, to reply to you and to get you whatever you need. Um, but if you text me for the next five days, seven days, 10 days, whatever it happens to be, if you text me, just know I, I'm not replying to anything. Um, and so that sets a boundary that might seem kind of uncaring, but I would argue with you, it's probably the most caring thing you can do for your team because hopefully mm. that helps you to unplug and get restored, rested up to come back and kill it for the kingdom, you know, and, and to right. really spend time caring for your team. So I think, you know, vacationing well for me, and, and again, guys, this didn't happen. I didn't just flip a switch because that, that is, I'm a people pleaser and, um, you know, it, it, it feels, oh, well, I can just reply to one text. Well, how many mm-hmm. times does somebody text you just once? Mm-hmm. You know, it, then it turns into a conversation. Then it turns into, why don't we just jump on the phone because of all these texts, man, I'm tired of typing. So it's like, you got to set those boundaries and you don't have to be a jerk about it, um, but just let them know, hey, I need to get away. I'm getting away. Here's, here's what that's going to look like. That's my experience. Yeah, I, I completely uh, agree with that. And part of it is, well, so here's some thoughts, you know, vacation is defined as this, this is helpful from a guy who was doing administration with us early on. He said, Hey, vacation is unavailable for work. Mm, mm, You're mm. just, you're unavailable for work. If you're on vacation, the problem is when you take that one text, uh, it could turn into two texts or you take the one phone call. Um, I don't know if you're like this, Brian, but then my mind starts spinning up on Absolutely. that. What does that, ter- what does that set in motion for you mentally yeah. and emotionally? Right. So now I'm not being present and when I should be present with my family or mm-hmm. whatever that I'm doing on vacation. And like, then you can get spun up. Well, I wanted, well, then you're like, well, but if I don't answer any, I don't know what kind of fires I'm going to have to put out when I get back. Like, just like, okay, we'll deal with them when we get back. And so be there when, on vacation, they'll be, they'll be there when you get back. Yeah, yeah, it's it's no work email on vacation. There are no work calls or work texts that are on vacation. And and I'll write our team pretty hard, you know, when that's going. I'm like, hey, you're supposed to be on vacation. Don't be answering. Don't be answering this. Vacation exactly. is unavailable uh, for work. Uh, if you're, you should be uh, allotted vacation days, and so you should be taking every one of them. Uh, I tell joke with our staff. I'm like, if you don't take your vacation, will not roll over to you year to year. Mm-hmm. But if you don't take your vacation at the end of the year, they will roll over to me and I will take your vacation days and I will text you from the beach saying, (laughs) I'm enjoying your vacation day. Now I joke about, I haven't done that yet, but but I want to do that. You know, I too, Brian, I I would ask, um, how long do you need for a vacation? Um, Here's what I'm finding from a lot of people will say that two weeks is uh, a good, a good amount of time for them. It's um, by the time you get to the end, you're like, okay, I'm ready to re-engage and come back. Mm. 
And so it's not, you know, you kind of like, like you want to be in that place like, okay, I'm rest, like, let's go, let's go. Yeah, I'm ready to get yeah. back in and, and at it. But for most of us, it's going to take two or three days to spin down yeah. from yeah. our daily stuff into a mode. So if you're only taking seven days, you've taken the first three days to spin down, and then you've got a couple sweet days in there. And then on the backside, you're starting to spin up again. Uh, and so I don't know what that sweet, that sweet time is for you. And you may be like two weeks would be amazing. I can't leave for two weeks. The place would fall apart. Okay. <laughs> um, but what is it that's, that's, that's kind of your sweet spot in there. And it may be that you can't, you can't do that. And maybe you need to get, um, you know, you need to start like a couple days early in the spin down of like, if you're working like 110% up to the day you get in the car or on the plane or whatever, like, man, that's going to take even even more time for you just to get in that vacation mode. Um, but can you kind of, I'm not saying that you cheat the employer at all, but like, can you get stuff wrapped and be like, can you start to settle a little bit and not be so frantic? Yes. Even though you're still on the clock on that. And then going into it, you got to ask, how are you going to fill up? Right. What, how am I going to fill up on this vac- on these vacations? Because um, I know some vacations you come back and you're like, I need a vacation from my vacation yeah, because exactly. I was just on this family thing. And we were just like, it wasn't a sit around vacation. It was like an active go, 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 go. Yeah, yeah. But you've got to build some time in there. We're like, this is going to be a relaxation day, or this is going to be like, I'm going to do what I don't normally do. I'm going to, I'm going to read, or I'm going to take a walk, or I'm going to whatever, like whatever fills you up in there. And then I think we forget about this all the time. I know I do, but I would plan your re-entry. Mm. How mm. are you going to re-enter? You know, um, Sometimes my re-entry is I'm coming in on Saturday night and then I'm hitting it right, right on Sunday and going. But like, I have to think about, okay, when am I going to first open my emails? Am mm-hmm. I going to open them on the way back home or is that going to spin too much stuff up? Am I going to wait until I get back? What's my re-entry going to look like in that? And give yourself some grace. You're going to be back, back in the office and people like, um, hey, I know you're back in the office, but you haven't responded to my email yet. Um, yeah, it's buried and I'm going to get to it. And my re-entry is going to be, it's going to take me two days to get through all that and to reply to everybody. Yeah, or yeah. What, what's that re-entry going to look like for you? And um, again, you know, just make sure that you're, you're including some, some rest in there. And here's what I would say. Um, if, you're, if you're pacing, even if you're pacing well outside of vacation, and let's say you've got your spiritual disciplines in place, you're connecting with the Lord every day, the tendency is when we get on vacation, because everything around us has changed as far as our framework and, and schedule, uh, I'm just going to let that quiet time go. So how are you going to still connect with the Lord inside of your vacation time? Because you don't want to come back and go like, I feel like I'm rested and I, and I filled myself up um, emotionally and physically, but spiritually I didn't. Mm. So what's that mm. going to look like on vacation? Now, not to, even as I say that, I know some of our families going to be like, oh, great, more pressure on the middle. How am I going to do that? No, man, like give yourself some permission of like, maybe it's, I'm just going to take one verse every day. I'm just going to kind of meditate on that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'll be on a, uh, I do some motorcycle riding. I'll be on a motorcycle trip and I'll take a, I'll take a post-it note and I'll write one verse on that post-it note and, and I will put that on the dash of the motorcycle. And as long as it doesn't blow off, I'm fine. Mm-hmm. But I'm just <laughs> looking at that every time, you know, you know, the heavens declare the greatness of God, you yes. know, whatever. Yes. Uh, I'm like, okay, so I'm just meditating on, on that. So it keeps me in, the, in that same framework. But listen, man, it's vacation season. So we want you to vacation well, spend some time with your family, get refreshed, treat yourself. Don't feel bad about it because you coming back refreshed uh, is going to mean you're going to lead your team better, which means you're going to lead worship and production better, which means your church is going to be be better off. And so you're actually doing all of us and the kingdom of service when you're like, 
You're doing just what Jesus, Jesus said. And is in Mark chapter six and verse 31, I'll end with this. So many people were coming to Jesus that they didn't even have a chance to eat, Jesus and his disciples. So listen to what Jesus says. Come with me by yourself to a quiet place and get some rest. He said, walk away from everything that's going on. Come away with me and let's get some rest. Mm. So let's do that. He's the model, man. How is this for funny? I was going to close with Mark 6, 31. <laughs> it's the same thing. <laughs> My That's bad. so awesome. That's so good, man. That's so good. And it's so simple. And, you know, we say it all the time, guys and gals, when you get better, everybody around you gets better. So um, this is just uh, our way of encouraging you, um, encouraging you to take care of yourselves. And so, um, and look, one of the things that Scott mentioned is taking care of yourself physically. You won't, you won't probably ever meet somebody who hates doing that more than I do. And uh, to say that I am a picture of fitness and discipline is it would be a, a misspeaking uh, in a in a great tremendous way. But I'm working on it, man. I'm working on. It. I'm starting with walking. Uh, you know, Kim and I try to get out three or four times a week. We walk two miles, two and a half miles, nice. and that gives us uh, that gives us time together. You know, it's kind of hard to be texting and emailing when you're walking. Yeah. And so, yeah, put it away, man. It's good for you. It's good for your relationship. Yeah, just make it happen, man. This was good, man. I needed this. I needed this. So thank you. Well, let's go. Uh, we should go on vacation together. How about let's that? Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> let's do it. You guys, thanks again for listening. We love you all so much. Yeah. Hey, and remember to hit subscribe uh, wherever you listen to podcasts. And if, if you could do us a favor, this would help the podcast a huge. Uh, go to Apple Podcasts and leave a five-star rating with a real nice review because it helps really to spread the word on the podcast. And if you're following us on the socials, it's at Worship Leader Probs on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. And on Twitter, it's hashtag Worship Leader Probs. Just, uh, just look for all that. Yeah, man. And uh you know, thanks for the nice reviews. We're, we're so grateful for that. Um, you know, we've been sharing some of those and uh, super grateful for that. And we're really, really grateful for our friends at Maven Media Productions, man. They are just killing it for the kingdom. They're doing amazing work. And if you're, if you're a church or you have a ministry or even a secular company and you're like, man, we really need like some leadership consulting. We need a website help with our website. We need uh, somebody to come in and help us with branding or developing a plan for social media, mavenmediaproductions.com. They do all of that and they do it with excellence and they are amazing people. So I hope that you'll give them uh, a shout, mavenmediaproductions.com. And thanks to my good uh, friend, Scott Hoke, for our voice intro. We're grateful for you guys. Thanks for listening. And until next time, deuces. Arrivederci. Arrivederci.